Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Alright, hello, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop Baseball, episode 2. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened to episode 1, particular thanks to High Five Tom for appearing. And week 2, we've got somebody who doesn't have a podcast anymore as far as I know. This is his first podcast in probably about 3 months, 4 months? Uh, I don't know, MGB Mason from the MGB Wrestling Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Good. <laughs> um, i got to record two episodes this week, so I, I I couldn't manage to get two guests, so I needed somebody. So I'll put you on the spot, and I was like, hey, do you want to do this? And you were like, actually, I'll do baseball. Um, we actually went to a baseball game this weekend, so I was like, hey, I know you got something to at least talk about. Mm-hmm. All right, how's summer holidays going so far? It's doing good. Um, can't believe it's not even a week yet. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange. I've actually gone to my summer routine pretty quick. I've not been waking up till like seven o'clock, which it normally takes me like a couple of weeks to kind of get into that routine because I normally get up at like five o'clock. So um, yeah, it's I think it's because we start so quick. Like that first day wasn't even a full day, but like two o'clock we headed straight to Southern Maryland. Uh, did a little bit of baseball there and did a few other things. And uh, yeah, you've been playing, starting starting to learn how to play golf. So, yeah, we've packed quite a lot into this first week so far. I've been disc golfing uh, during this podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, we're trying to get the most out of the holiday. I think that's probably the way to do it. All right, how about we kick off straight away? Let's get into those uh, that first section, since you don't have a podcast to promote or anything. Uh, why don't you tell me your main good cop moment of the baseball week, year, month, whatever. I think you said you got some general ones, so. Yeah, my main good cop moment were the baseball cards that I got from the card show. Uh-huh. We went to a card show. I picked up a pretty cool, pretty cool, some pretty cool ones. Um, the first two I picked up were mainly just because of the like the card protector part <laughs> that was worth way more than a dollar but the they cards... really that expensive because you said that they're not the they're, they're, now... they're over a dollar for sure really yeah okay. wow and the card itself the the first one was like two dollars and the second one was like five dollars uh-huh. it's just the card itself and the protector added a bunch of value too so what's so special right. about those particular card protectors um they're they're like hard plastic, I guess. Oh, okay. Because I got some like the ones I used to get were just kind oh, of yeah, like yeah, those more, are those aren't the ones. Some were like protective sleeves more than anything. Yeah, I'm not talking sleeves. Um, I'm some of these like are the... definitely more solid. Yeah, like the ones that I got, you can't even bend them. Those are like it's like hard plastic. Oh, uh, oh, I know the ones you're talking because the ones I'm I just put mine out in front of me. Some of them yeah. are certainly more flexible. I can see that one. Yeah, it's slightly... not like that. Okay, it's better than that one. Those are like those are like three four cents each okay all you right. can get yeah so some of them are more than a dollar yes Jeez. all right because you're not really a baseball card collector per se you're more no. of a football card yeah. collector but... but i can respect the good looking card though that's why i got the willie mays card oh sure yeah like that one i like the illustrated cards and linking back to MGB, this was this was actually where we used to go watch Nova Pro. Yeah. Because you asked me, like, can you take me to a show in Annandale? I was like, sure, why not? It's not that far away. And then looked it up, and I was like, oh, Nova yeah. Pro. It, it was kind of weird going inside and not seeing a ring inside. Um, I think they've done some work on the outside, though. Yeah. It looked different. It was just entrance. that one little entrance bit. Yeah. It looked like they redid. But that was, I'm trying to think, April 2019 was the last show. I think the last show was actually at the JCC. 
Mm-hmm. So it was probably um, February 2019. So, geez, yeah, it's like nearly three and a half years ago since we yeah. since we last went. Wow, that's that's crazy. I think I only got three baseball cards that I can uh-huh. think of off the top of my head. I wasn't looking really for anything particular. I was looking for one. I was trying to find a Kurt Flood card. Um, just because Jax and I were talking about that on this week's episode of JGB. Like, if I can find something relevant to the person we're talking about, um, like, he doesn't know who Kurt Flood is. He has no yeah. idea. And even if you tell him the story, it doesn't mean as much. If you have a physical card, it kind of... Re- like, he remembers those players much better now. Like, I don't remember some of those players we've been talking about because I don't have a card. <laughs> I just look them up and go, oh, that's a nice, cool story. But if you ask me what the name of the person is, I don't always remember them, but um, it yeah. certainly helped me remember. Actually, I did get a bunch more baseball cards. I did get that box baseball cards for a dollar. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can get a box, box for a dollar. That was ridiculous. Yeah. You got a whole team set for three dollars it was, it was well. originally marked at 20 then it got marked down to 15 and then they put it in a dollar box because it just wasn't selling i guess yeah well that's it he got for three dollars i think one card was nearly three dollars anyway yeah but the cal like, ripkin yeah, one on the top two yeah so that paid for for most of it so uh, yeah, yeah there was some good bargains there i i'm i, I say i'm not a big card collector but kind of like you if you see one that you like then i'm gonna want it or if it's a particular player um i'm gonna want it so for me particularly i was looking for boston players if it was somebody I didn't have. And the one I was probably most happy with was the uh, Tony Canigliari. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of his story. Like, he was supposed to be one of the greats. And then he got hit in the face with a baseball. And he never quite was the same after that. Yeah. Like, he has a huge... showed you had, like... I think... It, I don't know if it was his cheekbone it smashed or his eye socket. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I saw that card and I was like, there's no way that's a dollar. And the guy's like, if it's in the dollar box, it's a dollar. I was like, well, somebody else could have just moved it and then put it there by accident. He's like, and it said, I was like, all right, I got you. It's a dollar. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you call your Stramsky ones? Um, yeah, I, I did pretty I did pretty good on as well. I've started yeah. using that card app that you use. The only thing is, it does the average, but some yeah, of them are not the accurate. Average. Just because there was that one that I think it was a Reggie Jackson card I was checking for JJ. That's why you had to And check. everything was, it was still more than a dollar for sure. But there was one in there that was like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. Like that must have been autographed. Yeah, you can click like on, on it. Like on eBay? Yeah, if you click yeah. the, what it, where it says eBay, uh-huh. it'll take you straight to where the, it was sold. The point is I'm making though, if I, it yeah. brings up the average though. If you had a card and it's 150 it, it and definitely else does speed up the process. You just uh-huh. have to look and check. Um, every once in a while if it just doesn't sound right. The one I was interested to know, and I'm not sure what the etiquette for this is, like we saw people taking like folders around and they've got things circled and you can see them crossing off as they find the cards they want. What I'm wondering is, if can you get your app out in the... I thought about this after the session. Can you get your app out, scan the card, and then see what the price is, and then go, yeah, I'll take this one. Or if it's like... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. People do it all the time. They go to card show, and you check the comps. Okay. It's basically the same thing as going on eBay. I guess there's no difference from just Googling it. Yeah. And then no one's going to stop you doing that. Yeah, it's not like you're doing anything illegal. It's not. I I wasn't sure on what the etiquette was for something like that. Like, that's what I did for the Rashad Bateman. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know you did. Like, I was deciding between that card and the other card, and I just just looked it up on eBay. Okay. And that's kind of what I was... And that's one I didn't know, because I was with Jay. We found a box that was like 25 cents, 30 cents, or 50 cents, and there was like the whole sort. So I stayed with him while he was looking. Because I gave you guys... I was like, here, you got $10. Go spend it on whatever you like. I didn't want you guys being short... Going to a show and then not being able to get some cards. Like, that's not really the experience. Yeah, I ended up spending so, 25 of my own money. But. I spent more than I intended. I gave some of those to Jay. Because at one point I had, I think, about 11. And then he's like, no. He's like, everything in there is a dollar. And I was like, oh, shoot. I, let me find out. You strap. And as I'm looking back through, 
Uh, I found plenty of other ones I want. Um, some of the ones I thought might have been good weren't as much. Um, I had an old Lou Gehrig one, a Nestle card, and I was like, I'm sure that's going to be good. And it was. That was, I think, 250 something like that. And then there was a Honus Wagner one that was the same thing. I was like, oh, I'm sure that's going to be. And that one wasn't. A lot of those were only like 40, 50 cents. So yeah. um, for me personally, though, I don't have to go looking on eBay. Don't mm-hmm. have to pay for shipping. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I- I'm happy paying a dollar for that card. Uh, it's a player mm-hmm. that I like. It's not a card I currently have. So I was happy with those. And yeah, some of those Red Sox ones. I think some of the names, like Dennis Eckersley I got. Um, I'm trying to think who... Uh, Louis Tion. That wasn't as much as I thought it would be. Yeah. I was thinking that would be a lot more than it was. But like the big, big names, uh, Yastrzemski's were good. Carlton Fisk's was good. Um, so yeah, I, I learned quite a bit from it. Um, yeah, I certainly had fun at that card show as well. Um, my main good cop moment is, and I could have easily done this on Jackson's podcast, um, the Orioles. Uh-huh. Um, this is a tweet from at Nathan S. Ruiz. So the Orioles are kind of a bit of a laughing stock right now. Like, um, the bottom of the division, yeah. they don't win many games. The, not many people are going to their games as compared to what there's in previous seasons. And um, this is the tweet. Game that the Orioles reached their 30th win for the season. 2018, 104. 2019, 96. Now, if you're working this out, that's terrible. 30 and 74 was their record at that time. Not good. Uh, 2019, 30 and 66. So they're losing heavily. 2020 doesn't count because they just think... I don't think they even played enough games that season because of COVID. Uh, 2021 took them 92 games. So that would have been 30 and 62. 2022... 68. That's a significant decrease. 104, 96, 92, 68. So 30 and 38. Yeah, they're eight games under 500 right now, but that's still pretty impressive. They do have some good players. They they do. They're definitely building, and they're getting those... um, They're starting to get some of those draft picks come through as well. Rushman, I think it is, the captain he's coming through. Adley Rushman. Yeah. um, Unfortunately, one of their pitchers who was supposed to be coming through got injured, Um, but they still have more picks that are going to... It's still in that farm system right now. Um, Their division that they're in, it's brutal. This is what makes this even more impressive. Uh, Yankees 49 and 17 when I took this. This was from June 20th. Uh, Toronto 38 and 28. Tampa Bay 36 and 30. Boston 36 and 31. As it currently stands, if the season was to suddenly end today, all three teams in second, third, and fourth would qualify for the playoffs. That's how strong that division is right now. And I saw one other stat that made this even more impressive as well. Um, I don't know. I didn't notice this before. They have a record for teams against five uh, who are above 500. Obviously, that makes a difference as well. Who are the teams that you're playing? Like, you could have had, with it being early in the season, you might just have played the best team so far and then have the easiest teams coming up. Or you might have played the easiest team so far and have the most difficult ones coming up. So the different teams for the record. Um, the Yankees have played 28 games out of 66 against teams above 500. Yeah. Uh, the Toronto has played 37 out of 66 against teams above 500. Uh, Tampa Bay has played 22 games out of 66. Boston, 25 out of 66. Baltimore, 47 out of 66. So over two-thirds of their games so far have been of teams who are above 500. Is it like football, like where you you get your division games twice and then the rest? You're going to get more than that with this, probably. Uh, Uh, You'll definitely at least have home and away, but you'll probably face them multiple times home and away. Uh, With it being 162 games, like football's only 16, 17, 18 now. So it's like... 
Yeah. I know it was 16. I think they moved it to 17 or 18. But considering all those facts, Baltimore, 47 out of 66. Now, admittedly, that's probably because they played the Yankees, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Boston so far. So they've had a tough schedule, and they're yeah. still kind of hanging in there. Interestingly, because um, they asked on um, Baseball Tonight, as we were listening to it in the car today, like, is New York catchable? And I was like, no, they're not catchable. They've only played 28 out of the 66 games against teams above 500. So they probably haven't been playing teams in that division so far. Or yeah. they faced Boston a few times and Boston only just got over 500. Um, so what else? The other thing that makes this more impressive, I know Baltimore doesn't spend much money, so I wanted to see exactly how little did they spend. So for the order of the division right now, uh, New York Yankees spent $248 million on their roster. Uh, that's third. Uh, Toronto, $172 million, 11th. Tampa Bay, $88 million, 200, uh, sorry, 24th. And Boston, $203 million, which is sixth. Baltimore, last place. 45 million so considering how little they've spent like even if they suddenly spent nearly 100 million they're still probably one of the lowest spenders overall uh, yeah. 23 teams have spent double what the Orioles have spent 18 teams have spent triple and eight teams have spent quadruple what the Orioles actually spend. So pretty impressive. Um, I did see after that tweet, somebody quote, um, Clayton Williams on Twitter, any AL East fan knows that playing Baltimore this year doesn't mean an automatic W. Are they good? No. But they're feisty and scrappy, and they'll give you all you can handle. So, yeah, I, Orioles, um, I've been kind of mocking them a little bit. Um, they're actually hanging in. They're actually hanging in. Eight games under 500. Um, are they going to make the playoffs? Probably not. Uh, are they getting better? Yeah, definitely. Um, but I guess considerable ma uh, margin compared to those previous seasons. And I don't think I realized how bad they'd been probably the two, three previous years. I knew they weren't great, but I just hadn't been following baseball close enough. All right. Uh, speed check. Anything else you want to talk about for 90 seconds? I'm not starting the timer. Have you got anything, Mason? Go ahead. Um... Yeah, I do. Ha I do have something. Um, something I don't like about the Orioles. Okay. I don't like their left. Hold field on, this ball. is good cop, right? No, it's speed check. Speed check, good cop. Oh, speed check, good cop. Yeah. Oh. Um. So you don't have anything. Oh shoot. Um. Oh, I like all the animals on the field. It's like a new zoo. Animals on the field. Yeah. What animals? There was an animal. There was a squirrel on the field, and the pirates and the cubs. Oh yes, there was. Yes, there was. I got to check because I have two episodes prepared at once. And I had a uh -huh. feeling that might have been one of my moments for the, the the second episode this week. There also was a bear on the Asheville tourists, too. There was. And we're yeah. going there soon, maybe next week or so? Uh, yeah, it's probably a little over that because we've got to go to Charlotte first for a yeah. few days. But yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't. It wasn't during the game time. I'm still yeah. not quite sure how they got, it, how they got into the stadium. Like, like, did they leave like, a gate open or something? They, they said that in? like through the bullpen. Okay. Because the bullpen is like, there's like a hole in it. Oh, uh, okay. But then in the end, it said it just kind of walked yeah, out. And, uh, um, yeah. That was, yeah, the squirrel thing. There's been a few of those. Um, I'm, I'm trying because I don't have it in my notes for this one. I think it said it was the Angels in 2011. And I seem to remember, I remember a story. And then I think it said it came back in like 2016. I want to say there's been a cat on the field as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a ringing endorsement for baseball that the most exciting thing on a game is a squirrel actually invading the pitch, but... Yeah, everybody was... The whole dugout was going crazy. Yeah. 
I think the squirrel finally got into the bullpen, and then they were like, okay, well, that's good. Because they were trying to catch... Did you see the video? Uh-huh. They were trying, they were trying to, catch to catch it with, it with like a net. net. And yeah. That squirrel was quick. Yeah. Like, they chased it one way, and they weren't catching it, and then suddenly it did a U-turn, and, <laughs> and they were going totally the wrong way. There was They had the, the bucket. Like I don't know if that's a bucket of balls or what that was for. Um, there was no way they were catching it in that. It was just way too quick. But, yeah, I think little stories like that are interesting for, for sure. Um, my speed check, um, I found something from uh, Scott Allen of the Washington post um, it showed a video of a walk-off single in the 10th inning of a Virginia State quarterfinal baseball game and um, the video went viral not for the winning hit but because what happened at the end of it so at the end the catcher got straight up extended his hand to the umpire to shake his hand and basically thank him for the game and actually the umpire had to watch the winning run come over to confirm the game mm-hmm. so he didn't even notice him to begin with and then once the winning run came over he's kind of like oh oh I didn't even see you there shook his hand etc etc and everyone was saying what a great example it was of uh, sportsmanship and that and um, the guy was um, he's like that's just what I do uh, West Springfield's Eric Feeler shook umpire's hand at the end and um i don't know it's kind of it could have almost gone as a bad cop moment because it's like isn't that what you're supposed to do like you used to play baseball for a few seasons i would expect win or lose at the end if you made it to the state quarterfinals you've obviously got good team spirit i would think um but nice to see that they were recognizing something positive that uh, one of the young players did on the team and my other short one is uh, chris sales back pitching for the uh um Red Sox, uh, he's only pitched just over 40 innings since 2019. Good to see him back. Yeah. It was only two innings of a simulated game. Uh, if the Red Sox can get him back for the playoffs, I think that would be massive for that team. I think I think people need to show umpires more love. Recently, <laughs> there, I think there was like three fans that assaulted an umpire Oof, in yeah, Alabama. There's been, uh, yeah, there's some cases that are absolutely ridiculous. There's also been some really bad umpiring, yeah. which is always tough to take. Um but at the end of the day, like it's not like they get paid a lot of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they get out there, they get a lot of abuse, and um, yeah. I know there's signs everywhere that say things like, hey, this is just a game, go and enjoy it, don't call out the umpires, let the kids play, they're only kids, this is not the World Series, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Good! Bad! All right. Sometimes I think for baseball, it's easier to do the good cop moments. Bad cop, I sometimes have more difficult in finding. Yeah. But all right, let's see what you got. I don't know. I think for wrestling, it's easier to find bad stuff. Uh, for baseball, it's not always quite as easy to find. Unless you just pick a team or like, oh, they didn't get a hit or they only had one hit or something yeah. or their record sucks. Or All right, what you got for your main bad cop moment then? For my main bad cop was Lorenzo Kane got hit in the nuts with the hop. Like Was that this week? I, yes, that was. I wasn't this sure week. if it was an old video because I think no. I showed you a clip of it. I think it was this week, yeah. Okay. But yeah, after that, yes, he still got fired—not fired, but he got released, right? He got released. Uh, I'm not sure if it's put on assignment, but I'm sure it said. I thought when I'd heard the story, it said that he was um, on his 10th anniversary of um, joining the major leagues. But I could have sworn I heard on that Baseball Today podcast I heard um, that it said he joined the big leagues in 2004. So if that's true, then somewhere the math's not quite adding up there. So um, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> in terms of all your weeks, uh, there are some. It's tough on baseball. Like, you don't always get perfect hops when you're yeah. playing on grass. So, because um, I know you said, I hope he's wearing a cup. I was like, I don't know if you wear a cup in the infield. I don't know. No, he's in the outfield. He was? He's in the center field. Oh, okay. I thought that was the infield then. Oh, did it just bounce in front of him then? I just assumed he was an infielder from when I saw the clip. No, it, I think I thought it hit the grass. 
I thought it hit the ground. So it was just in the outfield then. I'd assumed it came off the bat, bounced off the ground, and it was like he was shortstop. No, it line drived out there, and then it must have oh. hit it and took a bad bounce. Like he was expecting it to uh-huh. go like to his face. Sure. And, and then it had a low hop or something. Oh, well, if it was that, I could have some uh, force behind it. Yeah, because once, once he got the ball, then it, then he had to throw it. He had like, to throw it in. Normally it plays to the outfield. You, know, like, you assume they're going to be like pop-ups. And I guess that's the reason when I saw... Like he can just sail over the pitcher's head. Sure. Oh, it absolutely could. I just assumed from the from the video I saw because it didn't show you the hole at bat and it only showed him. But from where it came, it looked like he was playing like an infield position. So no, um, yeah, it, it made him look pretty bad because it was slowed down as well. I know. Like when you watch it at that speed, you're like, oh, he could catch that easily. Like slowly, but in reality, yeah. you know that's not. I mean, it didn't change anything. Like no. the runner still got to first, even if he oh. did catch it cleanly, he still would have got to first anyway. Yeah, I would have actually liked to seen the video of the reactions from the rest of the people. Because I don't know, but from when I used to, and I don't know from what sports that you played, but when I used to play soccer in school, that would be like the funniest thing that could happen. Well, player the, gets the gets the gets the low blow with the ball, and then they're down on the floor, and they're like, "Ooh!" During they're like a game, I don't think you're normally laughing. your own teammates are laughing as well. Like, that would maybe be like the funniest after thing. the inning, I would laugh, but okay. like not during the game. Um, I guess the level we were playing, yeah, we weren't playing professionally or anything. We were just playing at school. But at school, that was like the funniest thing. That yeah, happened. maybe if it was like a pickup game or something. Like that. Particularly for five-a-side soccer, when you're playing with a, a wall or something, or if it because it rebounds. I've seen people kick it and then hit themselves in the nuts with it, which is <laughs> that. Now that's funny. You can't you can't say that that's not funny if you do it to yourself. <laughs> Because you have such a bad shot. Yes, if we weren't in a league, I would laugh. That's pretty funny. And I still remember, and I think I told you this story, one of the first... I don't remember everything in, in school, because after 30 years or so, you can forget a lot. But I do remember the PE lesson, one of the first lessons in school, in high school. And it's basketball. And the, the PE teacher said... Because a lot of people just don't take PE seriously. Like, they put their hands on their heads, or they're resting, they're going to sleep with their hands on the side of their head. It's like, all right, so we're going to pass the ball to each other. Wherever their hands are, that's where you throw the ball. If they've got their hands on their nuts, you throw the hands right there. And, of course, that was a challenge for people to begin with. Like, if people started not concentrating, they were like, yep, I'm going to throw it right there. <laughs> so it was to make sure that... I understand the point of the exercise. It was to make sure everybody was awake. Um, but it was the way he presented it was... I think it was funny for high schoolers. Um, I certainly remember that one. Um, my bad cop moment is... I was going to add more to my good cop moment for the Orioles. Because I know that they've had some injuries. Like the when we went to see that Brewers game. Yeah. And I wish I could remember the name of the pitcher. Um, he had... Um, he got injured. He had Tommy John surgery. So he's out for a year. And I was like... And I mentioned some of those... Uh, that pitcher who was coming up got injured as well. So I went to see who else was injured. And one of the names I saw there was Matt Harvey. I was like, Matt Harvey? I was like, he plays for the Orioles? Um... My gap in baseball has been horribly exposed by this story. I thought he played for the Mets, and when I looked, he hasn't played for the Mets in like seven years, I think it was. And um, anyway, interview from May 17th, uh, Aiden Gonzalez uh, from ESPN. Uh, Matt Harvey was handed a 60-game suspension Tuesday for distributing a prohibited drug of abuse and thus violating MLB's drug program. Harvey, 33, is on a minor league contract with the Orioles, and his suspension is retroactive to April 29th. Uh, Harvey's suspension is tied to his testimony in the February trial of former LA Angels communicator Eric Cray, who faces a minimum 20-year prison sentence related to the sudden death of pitcher Tyler Skaggs. Now, I'm going to pause at this point. I remember that story. I remember Tyler Skaggs dying, and then I don't remember, because it was like, oh, he's young. I was like, what happened? Like, you, 
people that age don't just die for no reason. And then I totally forgot about the story. Um, Harvey, I'll continue. Harvey acknowledged while under immunity from criminal conviction to being a cocaine and oxycodone user and occasionally providing Skaggs with oxycodone pills when he played for the Angels in 2019. Skaggs was found dead in the South Lake Texas hotel room on the morning of July 1st, 2019, after asphyxiating on his own vomit. A medical examiner later ruled that Skaggs had fentanyl, oxycodone, and alcohol in his system. At the conclusion of an eight-day trial in Fort Worth, Texas, a federal grand jury found Kay guilty on two felony counts, agreeing with the U.S. distribution uh, government that he distributed the deadly drug fentanyl and caused Skaggs' death. So it started with Matt Harvey's story, but really the bad cop moment is obviously um, that coach who was with that team who was uh, supplying drugs to our players, and one of them unfortunately led to the untimely death of him. Um, I'm sure that must be a bit of a wake-up call for Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey, when I was watching baseball a little bit more regularly, he was supposed to. He was predicted to be a star. Now his figures were not phenomenal, actually. Um, in 2013, he went nine and five, but his ERA was 2.27. That's because he played on a horrible Mets team. But as a pitcher, he was good. Uh, 2015, he was 13 and eight, um, ERA of 2.71, and then after that, it just started to go horrible. 2016, four and ten, ERA 4.8. 2017, five and seven, ERA 6.7, and then he bounced around a little bit. Um, he went to the. He went to he started with the Mets, had an ERA of 7, went to Cincinnati for a bit, 4.5, uh, moved to the Angels, ERA of 7. Last year, was in uh, two years ago, Kansas City, ERA of 11.5. Oh, my gosh. And then last year with Baltimore, he had an ERA yeah. of 6. Um, overall, his career ERA is 4.42. But uh, a couple of bad, a couple of things rolled in together. Uh, me not realizing that Matt Harvey was an Orioles player. Matt Harvey, kind of his career is just not where it should have been. And perhaps now, some of the reasons for that are more obvious uh, with perhaps his drug taking. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the the death of Skaggs and um, all that's happened with that. Um, he hasn't been sentenced yet, but I think he said that he could easily get 20 years. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that one goes. Alright, well, I know you definitely have a short bad cop moment because you were about yeah. to, you nearly gave us a little spoiler alert for it. So, mm-hmm. alright, what you got? Um, so my short bad cop, my speed check moment for, for the bat. Um, the Orioles left field wall, it got pushed back 11 rows. It did? I don't like that. Why? Trey Mancini hit, hit like a big hit. Uh-huh. It would have went out in all 30, on uh, all 29 other stadiums. Really? Yes. That 11 rows made all the difference? Yes. Um, I'd like to call BS on that stat, but I don't have an, I don't have the ability to do that, unfortunately. Um, that stadium was originally classed as very short when it was where it was before, and it was a bit of a joke around the majors. Well, you know how much so, 11 rows is. Yeah, Like, it has much. the seats and the extra, like, space that. in between it. Um, I'm trying to think what that distance would actually be. That's probably about 33 feet, I'm guessing. Like, it's not like you're lying down. Like, it's not like you can imagine someone lying down and go, it's six feet, and so that's 66 feet. Like, you sat up, and there's a little bit of leg room there. I don't think, at most, I think it would be three feet. 30 feet. Um, do you know what the distance is now with the wall, though? No. Yeah, if, if I had some evidence for that, I could possibly agree with you. But I, the only thing I can say, before they did that, it yeah. was a lot shorter. But I think they were right to do that, though, because a lot of those teams that they're facing, because you already talked about, like, do they face the teams in the division? Yeah. What does Yankees live on? Home run. What do the yeah. Blue Jays live on? Home run. What do the Red Sox live on? Home run. So it wasn't actually, it was actually hurting the Orioles more than it was hurting the other teams. You want to give your home team, you want to give your home stadium the best opportunity. So unfortunately for Trey Mancini in that situation, that, that's unfortunate. But I think overall, I think it's actually a good It got pushed back over, over 50 feet. 
50 feet, okay. Again, I know it was this summer. I know yeah. it was this summer because there was a lot of talk about it. And I saw one early in the summer where they were going, oh, last year that would have been a home run. Um, I haven't seen the overall stats for it, but I still think it's better for... 384 total. 384? Yeah. Oof, okay. That is a long way. That's just to right field? No, to le- the left field. Oh, it's they left field? They changed the left field. Oh, I'm getting it the wrong way around then. Okay, all right. Not where Utah Street is right field. Uh-huh. I thought it was right field. I thought that's where the wall was. No. Oh, the flag, okay. The flagpole, like, the flag place has always been there. It didn't oh, it's, change. it's center field? No. The, um, it's it's left field. Okay. Got pushed I used to back sit 11 in rows. I used to sit in there. So they took 11 rows out then? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I used to like sitting there. I used to like sitting there because you would get a lot of, uh, like, home run balls during batting practice. So yeah. I, guess that would make sen- I guess that would make sense then. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, my bad cop uh, speed check starts with an article from Ryan Young on MLB. Uh, Cincinnati Reds pitcher Graham Ashcraft had to remove a wedding ring during the game that was on his glove hand. Um, it's not a new rule, um, but they, we found out, but it's something we're going to start enforcing so an umpire between innings. Uh, the rule says, quote, pitchers are not allowed to attach anything to either hand, any finger, or either wrist, according to rule 6.02c7. Um, Reds manager David Bell said they had been sent a memo, but he said, basically admitted, yeah, I didn't really read it. Uh, we checked later, and it was like, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, they did they did tell us about that. Um, if it's on your glove hand... I agree with that. What difference does it make if you're wearing a ring? I agree. If it was a non-ring hand, I could understand mm-hmm. why that would you know be a problem. You know how they uh, put their, st- like, their glove in their face? Uh-huh. What if the sun shines on it the wrong way? It goes straight in the batter's eyes. That He's could wearing be... a glove. I know, but you're not gonna like, see the you reflection could see it from the through. Ring. Like, the ring? Yes. Ow. There's no way that it can... Okay, like, if you're holding it up like, like that, I'd love to know what angle it is. Because your your head would be in the way, so you wouldn't get the sunlight well, then how, from you could argue So you think a reflection from the ring? Well, you could argue how did the umpire see it then? Um, I think they asked him to take off his ring, uh, his glove. I oh. think that was what how they found it in the first place. Um, I just thought it was a well, little bit Is petty. it really a big deal? Is it really a big deal to take off your ring for a few hours? Not everyone can take their rings off. Really? Yeah, some people leave their rings on because they don't come off anymore because they're like their fingers swell and things like that. So that could yeah. potentially have been a problem. That's why I don't wear my ring anymore because my ring, my fingers swell so much now, or my fingers are fatter that they're not gonna. I can't get that ring off anymore, so I just leave it off. Uh, unless I put soap on or something, I could try and get it off. All right. So it said attach anything. So you're telling me you can't have a band aid on then if you got blisters or something? Says anything on either hand. I'm sure you can get a medical note for that. It says anything. You can get a medical <laughs> note for that. Okay. You can have a you can have a batter's glove on. I still think I don't mind them enforcing it for the non-throwing hand, but for the glove hand, it seems a little bit petty to me. Like when I was pitching, like I had a long sleeve shirt under oh. my jersey, and I had to roll it down. Oh, you did? Yeah, on oh. my throwing hand, cause it was white. Admittedly, like you could get lost with the ball. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that makes sense actually. I can, I can kind of understand yeah. that one. Um, and the other one was uh, MVP candidate uh, Mookie, Mookie, blah, Mookie Betts uh, is going to be out for about a fortnight. Could be longer. We don't know at this point. After a collision with a fellow Dodger in the outfield, cause outfield. Yeah, I saw that. Rib. And they still yeah. got the out though. They did. We saw that at the game we were at there the other day. Like people running into each other. Like it's. I don't understand what the problem is. I got it mine like you know the rules if, Two it's, between, if it. it's between center yeah. and left it's center if it's between center and right it's center center field always gets priority so i don't know something's going on there like i know sometimes it's second it's base different... and shortstop i mean second base and right field uh-huh 
That shouldn't really happen. You should you should be the outfield outfielder should get the it. outfielder should be because they're coming in, and it's easier the judge going in than it is. Depends to go on backwards. if it's that shallow though. If it's that shallow, sure, it's like. 10, 10 there, I'm not. Are there situations where it can happen? I've seen situations where three players have got into trouble. Like no, the catcher actually, running forward, the pitcher's trying to get in there, the shortstop obviously is the main glove who wants to get in there. I, I've seen that. Um, but yeah, it's just on the Bangkok moment. is not that they collided, it's just that that's such a bad injury because he was actually playing really well and was actually a front yeah. runner for the uh, MVP right now. And I didn't write it down, but I heard on that same podcast today as well. I didn't realize that, um, oh gosh, the San Diego Park. Padres player, help me out, has also got injured as well. He used to play for Baltimore. He used to have his jersey. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Um, I didn't know he got injured as well. I thought that's he was a, on the Dodgers. That's a big loss for San Diego right now. They just got Tatis back, and then uh, they lose Machado. It's like, oh my gosh. But it's not one, it's the other. Good! Bad! Alright, open agenda time. If there's anything you want to talk about, either baseball related or non-baseball related, the guest gets to choose. Alright, All right, what you got for us, Mason? You didn't tell me, you just said you had an open agenda. Yes, so I do. I do not know what this is. I think an hour open earlier before um, a game is just not enough. Why not? I think it should be because who doesn't want to go see BP and catch some home runs? <laughs> like, that's when it... Like, if... If you catch that ball, you're going to remember it for the rest of the year, at uh-huh. least. Maybe even maybe even if you're maybe even the rest of your life if it's a player that you like. Is there a particular game you have in mind? What? No, just like in general, like everybody. Like I know when we I was wondering if it was related to the Fredericksburg Nationals um because that's the one that Jackson and I just reviewed for JGB. Um like we were waiting outside. No, something like MLB more than anything. Oh, okay. Cuz they did have batting practice at that game, but kind of as soon as we got in, it was kind of all done. Now, I agree with you. I I always want to see that. Um I can understand it from the business point of view though as well. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to open earlier, you have to have all your workers there earlier as well and therefore you got to pay them extra but as a business so. point of view it drives fans in there more it, it, it does yeah and if it you're gives there. them a better experience and a better experience equals more fans if it does you're probably going to be buying more food if you're there longer and you're probably yeah. going to be buying more drinks so yeah. i'm not sure how that would well, balance well, out but about even i guess maybe. i if you ask me for my main memory of baltimore in all the time that I've been there, it's not from a game. It's from batting practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry Bonds in batting practice when he when the Giants played against the Orioles in interleague play. Um, I went early. I think I was out an hour and a half early because I wanted to get in to see batting practice as soon as the doors open, and it was packed. I have never seen an entrance to a stadium like that for anything. You could not get in. The lines were massive. And then as soon as they opened up, everyone kind of flooded in. Um, I'm trying to remember where I sat. I have a feeling I had a Utah Street bleacher seat, I think. And um, he was crushing them one after another after another. And it's awesome. I, I love to. I, don't, I would rather see the batting practice and the first five innings yeah. of a game than watch the full nine innings of a game. Exactly. But that's me. Most people aren't interested in that. I like it because there's normally less people in that. You talk about trying to get a home run ball. Yeah. I would agree. I like to go early. And I do. I have some balls I caught in batting practice. Um, one I caught in, in Detroit is my favorite one I caught. I still remember my heart. I was like, this is coming to me. This is coming to me. But then it was. I thought it was over my head. I reached my glove up. 
And I didn't know if I had it. I genuinely didn't. You'd think, oh, you're going to know. You'd feel it, right? I genuinely didn't know. And as I looked it in, I was like, oh, my God, I got the ball. And people around you, of course, gave you high fives and things like that. And then I, as, I, as it started to calm down, I could feel my heart. My, I've never known my heart race as much as that. It was like, dum 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 My heart rate went up massively. But it was like, yeah, oh, I love going to batting practice for that. The I thing of, is the ball going to come to you? And you just don't know. But when else do you get a chance to catch a ball? It's not just the taking of the ball. Just the chance to, essentially, you're catching balls that the major league players are hitting. It's like being out on the Yeah, I did the same thing, but I dropped it. Like, it during happens. the practice, me and Jackson were on the softball field, and he hit it, and I was running towards it, and I reached out, but then it hit the tip of my glove. It happens. I mean, I still got the ball. Like, it was, oh, it was in okay. an open field, and there was, like, nobody there. I've had one where I didn't, and it bounced forward, and then someone else grabbed That's it. That's why I Because it was, it was it, you get excited, and you kind of snatch at it a little bit, and it then bounces out, and it's like, oh, my God. The near-miss stories. I nearly got Chipper Jones's batting gloves one time as well. What? Like, he threw them into the crowd. And um, I almost got it, and then someone beat me just to it and just snatched it down my way. I was like, ah. Oh. I do have a ball from Chipper Jones, which I'm really happy about. I got that from uh, at Pittsburgh. Um, I think we might have to go to that stadium. We were listening to it today, and I didn't even pick up on it. Jackson mentioned it. It's like, Roberto, what's Roberto Clemente wall? I have to admit, I have no idea. It must be part of the stadium somewhere. But I do not remember Roberto Clemente wall. Um, we haven't seen a game there in a long time. Last time yeah. you went to a game, I want to say you were like four. You fell asleep in the second, didn't you? <laughs> so we didn't get to see much. We got pictures with the pierogies. No, we did a, We went to another game. Did we? I swear we went. Oh, we went that to was a, a stadium. tour. We had a stadium tour. That was a tour. Never Perhaps mind. we did see another game. Actually, you know what? We did see another game there because yeah. we had low down seats. Um, oh. I managed to get them on StubHub. It was like $20 and they were right behind home plate. We had amazing it's, seats for that game. It's basically the scoreboard. Uh huh. Roberto Clemente wall. Oh, it is? I did yeah. not know that. So I know that's another one um, that I want to go to. Um, yeah, I'm with. Oh, okay. All right. I, I did not recognize um, that at all. I know it's one of my favorite stadiums. I it just has his number on it. Cause... I don't have my... I know my one, two, but I think Pittsburgh is in my top five. Um, like it's a really... Phillies. Not this... Phil... Yeah, it's more the kids' play area and, like, the, the interaction and stuff. Oh, like Free games? Game. Yeah. That climbing wall is amazing. Game, like... You normally pay $10 just to go on a climbing wall like yeah. that, and it's like, no, it's free. You might have to wait 30 minutes, but like, for free. That's like the bell, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't like the bell. I like the thing I like about the Philly Stadium is the different places you can sit. Yeah, like I like to sit at the top, and I like to stick because you can stand as well. Like it doesn't bother me standing. Like I'll stand behind home plate, lean yeah. against the railings, and watch from a different angle. Fan appreciation night. Mm-hmm. This memory, um, they were like saying all these, uh, like the seat numbers and stuff, and then you win some prize. Uh-huh. I remember them saying a, a section to uh next to us, and I look over to the left. You see this fan throwing his arms up because he just want to sign bat. Uh-huh. Yep. Because they do it really slowly because it's like section four. Yeah, and then everybody... Two. Goes, and then it was like three. Row. Yeah. They did that with... I can't remember it. I think it was in um, George... It might have been the Bengals game or something where... Bengals Ravens game where they said the first two numbers and that was still us. Yeah. And then they said the last number. I think we were like two sections away. We were away. close. Yeah. I think that was free pizza. Yeah, it was only free pizza. It was but still. I'll that take a free been, pizza. That would have been so cool. At ballpark prices? Yeah. I'll take a free pizza. I looked at the um hot dog prices. Uh-huh. They're about six dollars. And for where? For in just average average oh, okay. price. In some it's in some places it's three dollars. Uh huh. 
there's like five or six stadiums where it's three dollars. Uh-huh. The rest are like six, six and up. I think it's that the Yankee Stadium is like nine dollars. Yeah, the Yankee Stadium is expensive. Do you remember the Orioles game? Because we went to it was like nine because it's thirty years. It was thirty years uh, anniversary. So all the ticket prices were nineteen ninety two prices. And it mentioned the hot dog prices were the same. So it was a dollar seventy five. Was that what it was? Okay, that sounds about right. Because now they're about seven dollars, I think. And it said you go to the stand, and we looked. We walked all around the stadium. We're like, yeah. who's doing this promo? And um, I come. I think I looked it up on the. I think I had to go back to my. Yeah, you had to uh, look it up. Yeah, I had to look it up on the phone to find it. And it said it was a, a stand. So we went to them, and they were like, no, no, you got to go to the main concession. <laughs> and when we were there, there was no sign there at all. You could have two a person. So luckily you came with me. So I was like, I'll take two and he'll take two. Yeah, we'll get So we took four. And then we, because you said we can always go back to a different Because I'm like, I'm not sure. You said, well, we can just go back to a different one. And you're right, because it was more than one of them. And I think we, they were good hot dogs. Yeah. For $1.75. I'm it's not paying expensive. $7. They're still expensive even if you look outside of the city. And you can get a dollar one from, uh, you, what's it called? You can take stuff in there. Oh, yeah, you can? yeah, you can take stuff in as long as it's wrapped. Oh. Um, so they'll deliver, or you can take a bottle of water in, but it can't be on. It's got to be unopened. Um, I think there's a particular size, but that's normal. We came from the other side though. We parked. I don't normally park there. I normally park in the city and then walk up, and that's where the vendors are. So you can take all the stuff in. Uh, we parked in the parking lot, of and the then Ravens. there was no. Yeah, there was no vendors or anything. So we just walked in, and we had to. Pay whatever we had. If I remember correctly, Jackson's meal, because he doesn't like hot dogs, was more expensive than $7 all our meals combined. It was the most burnt pizza. It wasn't a good slice. Um, yeah, it was massively, massively overpriced. Um, I should have mentioned, I don't think I wrote this down anywhere. I showed Mommy this one as well. So I said you can take in any food as long as it's like wrapped or something. So you, if you can take like a sandwich from Subway, as long as it's all wrapped up and it's in the bag, you're good. Somebody took in a Ziploc bag of spaghetti and meatballs to an Orioles game this weekend. It was all over. I saw it on a, a Maryland group I'm on and part of Facebook. Then I saw it somewhere else and posted it. And then I saw the MLB memes had posted it. And they actually had a picture with the um, the couple who were together. And they were like big smiles and that. Um, so yeah, you can take your own footing. But spaghetti and meatball sounds like a weird one in a zip. Can you imagine mm. eating that out of a Ziploc bag with a fork? No, I could have easily converted this into one of your devil's advocates. You could do this easily. with um, uh, thermoses. Um, there's yeah, I don't think you can take a thermos in because you could throw the thermos. I know, but people put uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, spaghetti and meatballs in thermoses. Oh, Take sure. It Keep it warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can do that. But yeah, it's kind of... I used to... Another one, you can take peanuts in, obviously, as well. Uh, sunflower seeds, because they come in a bag. Chips you can take in. Mm. Um, the Oreos is good like that, because most of them are like no no food at all. See, I thought one of your moments was going to be the game that we went to this weekend, because we went to um, a Summer League collegiate game, uh, the Crop Dusters. And, like, yep. their rules were, like, no food. And they couldn't really enforce it, because it was just... It was literally, like, a stadium. It was just a park. Yeah. It was just a park, it's and a it was... Park. It was. You could sit on the outside. Like, I don't know how... The, and also, you could just go back to your car, eat it at the car, and then walk straight back again. It was free. Nothing they... And how would they know? Like, if they're yeah, selling... Yeah, there's no, like, security guards or anything like that. There's no, like... I was trying to think, actually. I just suddenly realized this. I don't think anyone was selling sodas. Like, they had, like, ices, um, like, snow cones and things like that. Obviously, no one's bringing their own snow cone. So perhaps they would know then. Like, if you have a can of Pepsi or something, they're going to go, well, where do you get... Yeah, you can't have any outside food. Because no one was selling that type of stuff. Um, are, does it really matter? I wouldn't have thought so. I, I'm not complaining. Like, we only paid... Like, what's stopping you from us from going to the softball field? No, there's nothing. eating it? 
There's nothing. Like they don't. They don't. There's nothing. They could have done. They didn't, we didn't rent the softball. We didn't know that at the time. Yeah. We uh, see. I didn't know where it was. I thought it was just. I had, in my head. I was envisaging a farm, and it was on there, and it was like nowhere near around it. And they perhaps had one van where you could get stuff from. I didn't realize it was in the middle of a park. There was a lacrosse tournament going on. There was a whole host of things going on. Yeah. Um, ten dollars to park. I have a feeling if we'd have parked further away, you didn't even have to pay at all. Mm-hmm. And you could have just walked up. So anyway, I thought it. I thought that might be one of the things that you talked about. But hey, I thought we were doing best cop and worst cop moments. We did. What do you think we just did? Oh, I thought it had to be good and bad. Like at the same I mean, time. I mean, I thought it had to be good and best. No. Oh. No. So we're almost at the end of the show, and you didn't even realize. So how much no. many more stuff have you got then? No, you? I only had two other stuff. I only had the be- the best and the worst. All right. What's your best? Were, and I thought worst? it was like. Good and then best and worst. I normally do best we're, on on the wrestling version. We do best and worst with our fans. Like we put a tweet out and uh, say, "Hey, tell us what you thought was the best moment and tell us what you think was the worst yeah. moment of the week." And then we read them out. Sometimes it's things that we covered, and sometimes it's things yeah. that we didn't cover. My uh, best comment was the crop dusters and the uh, blue crabs games. Okay, like at the crop dusters, like I like the uh, trade in system. Uh-huh. Like you could get foul balls and you could trade it for a water bottle. Uh huh. I like that. I, I like that I got two foul balls. Uh-huh. Uh, I got a water bottle, and then I like the autograph station. That was cool. I didn't realize that yeah. at all. I saw some players over there when I went to the bathroom, and I didn't realize what was exactly what was going on. You could also buy a ball from the... Considering it was just a summer collegiate one, they had some good merch. Yeah. Like, you could buy a ball. They had uh, caps. They had hoodies. They yeah. had t-shirts. Um, they had, like, pins. They had quite a few different things there. So, yeah. um, so I'm guessing you don't remember who the players were because it was like the first time we'd ever seen them. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't like you probably don't even know their positions no. or anything. But um, I turned up with a scorecard as well, and they actually said as we parked, they were like, "Oh, you can get a roster from the uh, from yeah. whichever place it was if you like." So the press box. Yeah, from the press box. So we could have found that out as well. Um, I didn't end up scoring in the end because I'd actually printed my own list out, and the first three people that came up to bat weren't on my roster. So I was like, forget this. And actually, I'm glad I did because that first inning was eight to two. I think it was. <laughs> I would have been. I would have run out of paper, and it would have been too much scoring. So it was really high scoring. Yeah. Uh, what do you like about the blue crabs? Well, I like the uh, man for the uh, crop dusters. I like. I got to go on the field. You did, yeah. You got yeah. to play one of the games. They just walked up to us and said, "You want to do a, a parent kid uh, relay race?" Uh huh. Got to ride the bikes around the bases. That's kind of cool. Yeah, player, players were having fun too. Uh huh. I I think the only time I've been on the field, um, I think it was with Jason, and I think it was whose birthday it is today actually on the time of recording. Uh, my friend Jason from San Francisco. Uh, Oh, he's, actually, he's a San Francisco fan. He's actually from Sacramento, and um, I think if I remember correct, it was like they had to. He had to put like he had to bandage my head up or something, what? and then I had or or he had to put some or he had to put a put me in a sling or something, and then uh, I can't. I don't remember the whole thing, but it's just like fun. Like the whole crowd's cheering. It's something in between. I, I I'm gonna say that's definitely a good cop moment yeah. for me. Things between innings to keep you entertained at a baseball game, and to me, it makes it. You never quite know what they're gonna do. You might win a little prize. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, cheering on the kids when they're doing the games. Second is fun time, as well. I think that was the second time, right? That you've been in the game. Yeah. Uh, if not, there's another not, one, not on the game, but like on the field for like something. Like I got. Well, to... you've been on the field. Yeah, you for like mini the, manager. I'm talking like blue claws. Like I get to play yeah. with them. Like yeah. I get to play catch with them. Yeah. I think that that was the first time I got to do something in between innings. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I think that was the first time you've done anything between yeah. innings. Other yeah. than like standing in a dugout and dancing. Uh huh. The Lakewood Blue Claws. It took me a while to remember what the team was because yeah. they've. I think they've changed their name now. I don't think it is the Blue Claws anymore. Because oh, I was looking at the um, different teams up in that area when I was trying to plan yeah. something for that first day of the holidays. So um, I'm not sure what it was, but yeah, they just that guy just came along. He's like, "You want to be a mini manager?" For yeah. Me? Like, sure. And then you got a T-shirt. Um, they gave you like you took the scorecard out to the ref, I think, as well. To yeah, the umpire. I think yeah. You I were did. out there for the uh, national anthem. I got to say, play ball. Uh, probably. That yeah. uh, you did get to play, but you did that at the peanuts. Oh, as well. okay, that was the peanuts. I think that was the Never, peanuts. Because yeah, you were up in the you were up in the, I, the I press box announce, for that. Yeah. And you got to say like batting first, number three, because you just repeated what he said. Because yeah. he repeats it. To he said it, and then you just repeated it. But it was still yeah. cool because that was when uh, Granny C was over here as well. Yeah. I think I think she was there for that game. So yeah, no minor league. I think it's the the good cop moment here is not just major league. All those ones that you've just said are all minor league. Yeah. To me, and I mentioned there's this too to, many people in the major league. Correct. The thing I mentioned to uh, High Five Tom, and I hadn't really appreciated this, is this is exactly what indie wrestling is. Yeah. I started off by loving minor league baseball. Without really appreciating why, and then I loved indie wrestling without really appreciating why. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like the indie people eventually, if they if they keep progressing, they'll make it to the majors as it was, which is WWE or AEW, mm-hmm. and same with these minors as well. But you get a cheaper cheaper tickets. You can sit closer to the front. You can interact with the players, yeah. and it's more fun. Because they do fun, goofy stuff there. And yeah. there's promos and things like that. And, um, yeah, I, I can exact. Once I made that connection the other week, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Now I totally understand why I love indie wrestling or why I love going to minor league yeah. stadiums. The, the three good con moments from the um, Blue Claws. Number one was that walk-off home run by the catcher. Oh, it was a doubleheader, which I didn't yeah. know about when we got there. So we didn't get there until fifth inning or end of fifth. And it was uh, two seven-inning games. And, um, yeah, they were down, and Joe DeLuca, I want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, walk-off home run, and oh, it was awesome. We were right in the front row as well, so. Yeah. And their dugout was right next to us, so we got to see him as he walked in, and we got to see all the high fives. Yeah, that was cool. Um, the next one was good to dance on the dugout, doing the Macarena with the mascot, Gus. Uh-huh. Was, no, that's it's not, not Gus. Gus. It was Pinch. Yeah, Because he's a crab. Well, he's not a crab, but he's... Yeah, Pinch. Yep. And the last one was... There's a basketball court and <laughs> uh, and a pool at the stadium. There's a pool with boats, and it was weird. Like, the gate was open. Like, you could just go in there, yeah. You could, but I'm like, you're going to supervise, like, a kid's playground where there's, like, nothing really to supervise at times, but you're not going to supervise a pool where kids could drown? I was like, that sounds a little weird. Play but uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, it said in the summer, and it wasn't the summer, so I don't think he was supposed to go in there. Uh, we didn't. We stayed away from yeah. it. I know Jackson wants to go back. Um, I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of a unique one. Like, that basketball court, I don't think was there when we went last time. Yeah. Or if it was, you wouldn't have been able to play on it anyway. But I thought that was good for the kids. There was another couple of kids there who were playing. But, yeah, yeah in between games. Oh, I'm sorry, in between innings. It's perfect. Yeah. Actually, on the doubleheader, we had 30 minutes to kill between mm-hmm. games anyway. So, yeah, yeah. I thought Blue Crabs put on a, put on a good show for sure. Yeah, no, my worst cop moment was Michael Lorenzo hit Justin Upton in the head and blames the MLB. I missed this story, so you're going to have to tell me. So he hit, um, he hit Justin Upton in the head. When, oh, Michael hit him in the head when he was pitching, uh-huh. and he blamed the MLB because he they switched the balls. They switched the balls, and that affected I his hitting? I don't know. No, they, they, it affected his pitching. Uh, Somehow, I don't know. Uh, you obviously have warm-up pitches and... Yeah. Stuff like that. I think he was just trying to, like, 
I don't know. He didn't take responsibility. I didn't like that. There was... Uh, I don't know which team it was. It might have been the Mets at the start of the season. They were complaining that the balls were different. Um, I don't know. Obviously, if you're an elite athlete, you probably notice things better. Like, I'm going to relate this to something you understand much better. Steph Curry complained about the height of the ring. Uh, height of the oh, basket yeah, it was like in the game three, I think short. it was. And um, anyway, they played the game. And he complained again at the end. And they measured it. And it was. it was. I think it was three inches shorter than it should have been or something. Like, for most people, that probably wouldn't make any difference at all. But he knew. Like, he knew exactly, because he had that elite level. And it might be the same with the balls. I think the problem was, not the fact that there's a new ball, but there's inconsistencies between the balls, I think, was the problem. So, sometimes, mm -hmm. as the pitchers were throwing, I think it was the stickiness of the ball, if I remember correctly. Because I think one of the pitchers hit somebody, and he said, look, I can't help that. Like, sometimes it's, like, sticking in my hand, sometimes it's not sticking in my hand. So, um, I don't know, but, yeah. Uh, you're I, an elite athlete. Like, you have plenty of time to prepare for that. Um, you do, and you'd think that pitchers would as well. And Jackson and I talked about, like, the rosin bag as well, so you can... So, I don't know, um, and I don't think enough's come out of it, but I haven't heard much talk of it since, so... I don't know. I think there's a little bit of um, players making excuses. Yeah. Like, I relate this to you uh, when you're playing disc golf. Oh, look, it's the wind, and it's like, there's no wind. But you, you just need some sort of excuse or something, so... I think that might be possibly what it is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, hey, we got some bonus moments. I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't explain the format probably as well as I should have done. But hey, that's uh, the whole point of this is just to get some baseball talk out of there. Yeah. And good and bad's normally pretty good. But yeah, you got your best and worst. Uh, I'll go with my best then because I, I didn't even. I should have thought about it while you were talking. My best is Red Sox are five games above five hundred right now. Mm -hmm. Considering they were eleven games under five hundred, I think they're twelve. Uh, is it twenty one and? It's like 21 and 9 in the last 30 games or something. Like, they've been playing really well. Uh, worst cup moment. I'm trying to think of something from this week. I don't think I have anything. Um, yeah, I don't have anything for worst cup. Oh, actually, I have something for worst cup. Um, the bullpen for Boston again. Um, they were killing at the start of the season. They were just Every game they kept losing. I think they were 0-5 in extra innings. So I tuned into one game, and because it was 6-1 to Red Sox, and I was like, all right, let me watch them close it out. It was 6-5. to There was a runner on second, and they had the top batter um, on deck, and then their next best batter was... Um, on deck as well. So, like, you couldn't walk the other guy. Um, they won 6-5. But, yeah, Red Sox need to close those games out much easier. Um, they bought somebody in who they were... I think they were trying to save the bullpen. I think they were trying to save the closer. And then, in the end, they had to bring the closer in. But, yeah, those guys in the bullpen, those middle relief type guys, they, they got a... You can't be giving up four inning, four runs in one inning. That's, that's not good enough. There you go. That's my worst cop moment. Alright, it's been a while since we've done this, and um, this is only the second time with uh, baseball. It worked pretty well last week, actually. Um, I guess this is where I need to set my timer, though, as well. The Devil's Advocate round, where we have to defend a hot take related to uh, baseball. Whether we believe it or not, we probably won't. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the choice. Do you want to deliver, or do you want to receive first? I want to receive first. Okay, alright. Uh, so my one from you is... If the Washington Nationals want to be taken seriously, their presidential mascot should include Donald Trump and Joe Biden characters having fistfights on the field between innings. Um, I think that should happen because it needs to represent what real life is happening, and I think that could definitely happen in real life. Like they are, they are um, clashing heads a little bit um, in the media and stuff like that. So I think instead of f f um, 
focusing on old president. I think you should focus on new presidents uh, because kids don't remember old presidents. We it's going back a while, but I remember like when we started doing this, probably about yeah. three years ago. Jackson used to love doing that in the back of the car, and we had a ride. So yeah. like, let's do devil's advocates for each other. And you were always like, oh, I like this. I could do this on the fly, and never used to bother you at all. Yeah. Um, I just suddenly thought about it. I don't know if Biden would get involved in a fist fight. I don't think that's really his thing. He's like eighty. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he would either. Just... I know you have to defend it, but yeah, I suddenly thought I, it was the thing that I don't know what made me suddenly think of that one, but I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Oh, I guess I better reset the timer for me. Okay. Yep. Your one is, I think I should stop watching baseball as a whole because I don't learn anything from it. Well, clearly you don't learn anything from it at all. I'm not improving my knowledge at all. All I'm watching is a sport. Sports like It's like popcorn for the eyes, really. Same with anything else like that. I should go back to just watching TV, whereas at least if you're watching TV, you can actually watch a documentary. Uh, I could watch something on YouTube, and I could comment about it with Jay. He's telling us all the time he's big brain because he watches things on YouTube, so definitely. <laughs> there we go. That'll do. Um, yeah, I, I, I still haven't watched a three-hour match live this year. The only matches I've watched full matches for are ones when I've been in person. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. TV, I, I tend just to watch highlights or see clips on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I think it works pretty well. Um, I'd ask you to promote, but I don't think you've got anything to promote right now. JGB. Yeah, you're going to promote JGB? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll mention it again. Yeah, JGB Sports Podcast, still focused mainly on baseball right now while we're in the baseball season. Uh, episode 12 came out the other day on Visionaries Global Media. Go check that out. Um, I can announce next week's guest already because we're actually recording tomorrow because I'm not going to be able to record. Uh, Matt Willis from the Matt Attack UK is going to be joining me. Um, more familiar, of course, as he's my Good Cop, Bad Cop wrestling podcast co-host. Um, we'll be interested to see what he comes up with. He dabbles in baseball, so uh, check that out next week. Music Club's Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.